Fam, it's Jamie. Thank you so much for checking out Things in Space. Things in Space! We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is you are listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free and comes with 10 sound sets, 10 that are included to get you started. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. It's Saturday. It's 6 o'clock. There's a tale hidden in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. Yeah! Yes, 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 yes! <laughs> Why don't we get into a little bit of a recap, shall we? Yes. All right, here we go. Last time, according to the ship's log. Through the scourge tarried about the Museum of Indo-Solar Sciences. They had already struck a decisive blow against the bandits, but more work remained before them. A fleet-footed Akeshti tried desperately to join their only remaining companion. A solar-adapted air elemental floated about angrily in amongst the welcome desk, all while the final Akeshti smiled and finished his work. A small moment of respite could have been found. Instead, Model 392 rushed forward. They had to find out why this Akeshti was familiar. But when they did, chaos unleashed. Mm-hmm. The elemental struck with ferocity. It clobbered with his hands as the female Akeshti, Savash, ducked into a side room. Then, a stroke of luck hit as good agents of chaos popped in front of everyone's faces. Mog got a towel. Model 392's weapon filled with electricity. Captain Phoenix appeared to have a filter all around her. Nona was mechanized. And most surprisingly, Abedzegak's visage turned into a ridiculous duck, causing confusion everywhere. The world around was stunned. The air elemental had no concept of what to do, and Model 392 used the opportunity to bash through the door and grab the fleeing Ikeshti. Mog plopped his eyes around the corner. Seeing the <laughs> peculiar elemental swinging with anger near his companions, Mog leapt from the balcony, as much as most of the crew had done, and landed softly into the arms of a bedzagak, which were coated in rugs. The Vesk then carried the much slower Osharu to the side of this solar elemental. Being a peaceful creature, Mog placed his hand on the confused elemental and shared his language with it. Much was learned from the airhead. This creature <laughs> was doing reconnaissance missions on the missions on the sun, especially around the area of Far Portal before the portal descended into the surface. That and Model 392 had been in the museum before. Perplexed, Model 392 maintained their grip on the Akeshti struggling on the other side of the door. Captain Phoenix offered a set of manacles as No-No cut through the metal with her laser drill. It would take a couple of moments, but they all surely had time. It wasn't until they heard the loud thud of mechanized arms that the crew of the Scourge realized that the Akeshti Savash was dead. They then ramped up their energies to dispel the one remaining threat within the museum. This break-in had frustrated the heroes and matters needed to be dealt with. As No-No worked tirelessly, ripping wires from the panel next to the door, Captain Phoenix waited for her moment. When the door opened, she lobbed a shock grenade at the enemy uh, damned the consequences. Or damning the consequences, words. (laughs) All hell broke loose as the remaining enemy loosed volts of electricity into Captain Phoenix. 
He maintained control of the arms and dismantled his enemies. As Mog and Abedzegek tried to wrestle control of the robotic arms from the last remaining Akeshti, Model 392 stormed into the room and demanded that he stop his actions. Model 392 had found a captain to place their trust in, and they weren't about to let some little lizard step in their way. The enemy stood down at Model 392's impressive display of power, but after a line of questioning that he wasn't prepared to answer, the villain slipped past the guard of Captain Phoenix and Abedzegak, trying to escape. But Captain Phoenix would not have any of it, as she chased down the fiend and shoved a grenade in his throat! Now join me as we traverse the night sky. She scratched her head with two hands. Another of her hands stroked her facial fur. The fourth and fifth gripped and toyed with her percussive maintenance pipe, tapping the metal tube nervously against her palm, while the sixth rested on her hip. Fluffy eyebrows scrunched together like two caterpillars kissing. Okay, wires are color coordinated. Power core is active. Why isn't it working? The drone sat statuesque and lifeless before her. A rough, rectangular housing unit packed to its capacity with all mechanical units sat atop four thin, unarticulated legs. Mismatched sensors sat at one end of the rectangle, two mounds rising from the plane of metal, one of the only things establishing front from back. Most visible, attached to the unimpressive body unit, were the two hefty rifles mounted on either side of the drone's body. Nono's confusion racked her brain as she rubbed her temples in frustration, trying to strong-arm the incoming headache. The door to the garage crashed open as the dwarf rushed in and ch charged straight to Nono's broken urban cruiser, followed by the glaring eyes of the drow, his arms almost bursting out of his business suit that had been cleaned of bloody stains more than once, and a Braneri with purple hair, leather jacket, and aviator glasses. What in the kahufu did you do? The dwarf yelled as she was wont to do. This time was different. What did you do to the racers? Nono scurried away from the intrusion, bumping into her scrap metal and engine parts, tripping over a pile of wires she had just finished working with. What, what do you mean? You messed with the systems! The upright otter pushed past the dwarf, coming face to face with the shivering turquoise ball of fur. She grabbed Nono's overalls by the, by the straps, lifting the skittermander to the tips of her toes. I'm the laughing stock of Absalom Station right now. No one believes I'm the best pilot anymore because you messed with my magpie's engines. They're stripping all of Trigger's medals and Abadar Corp has called for an investigation into all of our wins because of you. The dwarf appeared just over the Bernary's shoulder. She wasn't used to being outdone in the anger department. If she hadn't been so terrified and caught off guard, Nono might have laughed out loud at the totem pole of heads. Otter, dwarf, drow that now stood before her. You said the team needed to win. I made it so you would win no matter what. Just a few switch wires and an, an upgrading system. Legally. When legally, we don't need blockheads with calculators and gavels looking at all of our business. They only see in black and white, and the boss only sees in creds. She's going to be so pissed. My endorsement's gone. You brought this mess on us, and you're going to fix it. Sister won't be happy, said the grinning drow. Oh, don't worry. This little whelp will fix it. 
She'll fix everything. Or I'll take every cred lost from her. And once you're out of creds... The Brunary turned to look at the meatball stuffed in a suit, cracking his knuckles. I heard a pound of skitter flesh is worth 50 creds to some folk. I was, I was just trying to help. I'm sorry, Trigger. Helping is fundamental. No nose tears streamed into her fur. Mascara running as her ears twitched. The whir was almost imperceptible. If you didn't know what you were listening. She twisted her head and there he stood, alive, for the first time ever. The drone took two clumsy steps forward, leveling his hunting rifles towards the totem pole of heads. Even more impossible to hear, he laughed. But it only sounded like cooling fans flittering. No-No's fear fled. It worked. She had done it. He lives! A shot. I did it! He saved me, but... Why is there a hole in his body? Her head twisted around to see the smoke billowing from the dwarf's tactical pistol. Scriff's body teetered to the side from the force of the blast, finally giving in to the imbalance and tilting until prone. Laughter from the three team members of the Downside Kings echoed in her mind. Nono felt herself released from Trigger's grip, turning back into unbelief towards the bullies. It seemed like everything was in slow motion. She watched as the drow stepped forward, rearing his fist behind his Z-axis, then black. When she awakened, they were gone. Nono crawled over to Scriff, examining the damage, ignoring her throbbing head and nose. She immediately went to work, replacing the marred parts. Don't worry, buddy. I saw you. No one else may see it, but you've got smarts. I'll keep working on you until you're as alive as you can be. She obsessed over every detail, completely missing playing card dropped by the drow and left purposefully by the still-swinging door. A king of hearts with a large X drawn over its suicidal visit. From gang to gang, the view bounces around. Some scrupulous work on a hover car on Verses here to a mugging in the diaspora strain there is seen until we land on one gang where things are going poorly. The robbery committed by the bloodshot thugs has gone south. Almost all are dead, save one who has a grenade in his mouth. But as you look around the carnage of the room, you have to wonder if the gang of Akeshti have already succeeded in their plan. With one foe still in front of you, although perhaps not for long, how will you handle it? Basically asking, Oh my gosh, my first roll is a nat 20. Nice. Okay. I do know that you went last, shoving it in the throat. So, so you, your turn first. will be skipped. <laughs> but. That's a 20, so 26. Okay. Well done. Oh, yeah. What else we got? I got 20. Yeah, nice. I got lucky number 13. Lucky Ooh. number 13. I got. 23, because apparently I'm saving all my good rolls for today, since I rolled horribly last night. That's fair. Mog? Seven. 
A good nat, a good old seven. Good old mog seven. Uh, uh, we rolled the same number. Yeah, um, we both added our benefit. Got a plus our three. Oh, so good. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. Captain Phoenix just shoved a grenade down uh, this guy's throat. Now I've thought about this quite a lot since uh, since we last were playing. Does he get a reflex save? Does he not get a reflex save? I mean, it's in the, this tiny creature's throat. It's in his mouth. Well, the question we should be asking is, how is his gag reflex? Ooh, that's a good question. I think yeah. we all... Do you uh, have that written on his character sheet? Is that you know, an attribute that you on the character sheet, they are very thorough. And I, I mean, he, wouldn't that technically be under constitution? Well, it does say he's got a plus 22 to gagging. So uh, quickly, everyone send their nasties. <laughs> Why are you all gagging? I I'm thought I gagging. had to roll an athletics check or something to grab him first, then shove it down his throat. Right, 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 right. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that he gets no save. He's going to take full damage. However, I will also say that, uh, that you can... You also are gonna take half damage right off the bat uh, because I'm assuming you've got his mouth and you've got it closed like this, right? I don't know, Ben. I've never stuck a grenade in someone's <laughs> mouth before. Uh, I have, and what you do is you shove it down the throat and then you run away immediately. This See, is that's, that's let... what I said last week, but it's okay. Ben doesn't remember things. I'll let Phoenix roll a <laughs> reflex save rolls. to have the damage, which I was just going to give her. Um, instead, you know, if she fails it, then she can uh, she can have that as well. Now, what kind of grenade are we talking about here? Pretty sure it was a shock grenade, but I don't remember. Okay, a shock grenade. Oh. You just rose to bed for not remembering. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, here's the thing about a shock was, grenade. I think it was. I'm also going to need Jess. Benzagak needs to roll a reflex save. Why, why? Well, because as I'm this thing explodes, you oh, are wait. within the no, wait. Hold on, ben. of this grenade. I don't know. I don't think it was. Hold on. I don't have my inventory up. Hang on. <gasps> oh, now who's in trouble? Sorry, there's too many documents. Oh. I feel Gosh, that deeply. This is taking forever. I'm just going to eat some taco. Uh, <laughs> if it helps, Katie, I got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that wasn't it. That was our cast for some reason. Uh, I have it up, Katie, if it helps. Okay. On our inventory sheet, you have a fr two frag grenades and one sticky bomb grenade. Uh, well, it wasn't the sticky bomb grenade. What is the... Oh, here it is. Got it. Okay. Um, Chris. Uh, While she's thinking, Sarah BC1 gifted a sub to Finnegan's. Oh, how nice. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Um, I rolled a 17. A 17. For that your will records. Save. That will save. Yeah, it was a shock grenade. Okay, then, uh, uh, you know, Katie, I'm going to need a reflex save. It's fine. I can do that. Hold on. Now I lost all my documents. Okay, <laughs> oh, no. I'm back. I'm back. We're back. All right. Um, do I add a stem pack to this? I wish I had a taco right now. I think you do. Well... I mean, I've got a pretty good reflex. <laughs> Touche. I, I just rolled an 18. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 oh as my okay, reflex. Okay, so you're going to save and you're going to take half damage. Oh, crap. I forgot how injured I was. 
Yeah, roll your uh, roll your D8 worth of damage, and uh, let's see if you go unconscious from your own grenade in its <gasps> Oh no. I really did forget how hurt I was from last week. Cool, this is great. Um, but it's only a 1D8. Yeah, 1D8. So, uh, it'll be fine. It's just a flesh wound. Oh, I'm sorry, that was, uh, never mind, that was reflex, okay. Seven? Seven points of damage. You but I only take half. Yeah, so you take three points of damage. Uh, and Jess, you also, Abetzigak will also take three points of damage as electricity just shoots out of his nostrils and just, like, goes straight through the two of you. What I will say is, you've all seen a picture of this Ikeshti, and I'm going to pull you to that picture again. You see that his jaw was kind of has this uh, helmet attached to it. There seems to be something strange happening there. And uh, you blow that part right off, and now he doesn't have a lower jaw. (gasps) Yeah. But he has sparky boogers. He definitely has sparky boogers. Oh, dear. This means he will not be able to communicate with us and answer the questions that I had for him. He is useless. We might as well just... End him. No, I'm not in the room. (laughs) I'm not in the room? Never mind. I was using my psychic ability to assume the captain... Deeply injured, our friend here. I will, I will back up slowly and pretend I didn't say anything. No, no, no. I'm not in the room. Is what? It, yeah. Oh, right. What I will I also stop. say is that Sarah BC One coming in hot, dropping a hundred dollars for a light 'em up hog. So a little, uh, little bot floats down, just attaches itself to your. Uh, to your weapon, you get one shot that has an extra D6 of damage. And then a wild magic good agent of chaos for our good friend Abedzagak. Hey, I love weird things! So I need you to roll a <laughs> D20 here, Jess. You betcha! I hope you're I'm a duck not. again. Yeah, yeah, me too. I kind of hope you're a duck. I don't know, man. I want a towel. I want them to get the robot suit so that way they can carry me around like super well. <laughs> Leave him alone, you... Uh, 19. I rolled a 19. 19. Okay, hang on. Let me find it. I love weird things. Okay. A, uh, a grenade floats down from the ceiling, and it pops into your face. Yeah. Uh, and it says, Excellent! <gasps> Be... Excellent to each other. Luck stumbles your way because the future needs you, Abedzagak. When you miss, roll percentiles. If you roll 58 or higher, you get to re-roll your attack. There you go, Jess. That's Hope neat. you enjoy it. Yeah, there you go. It's a nice little thing. It's gonna last for two uh, two combats. So just so you are not aware. all combats. Not all combats. I will say that there is still a filter fixes everything on uh, Captain Phoenix, and there is still Mob definitely still has a towel running around. But I'm not still a duck. You're not a duck anymore. That ended last time. What about oh, my electricity? Uh, that also ended last time, you know, and it just and so did the mechanized body parts that were uh, on No No. Speaking of Abedzigak, though, yeah, it is your turn. 
Is he looking pretty bad? I mean, he doesn't have a lower jaw. That's probably pretty bad. Uh, I would like to um, punch the top half of his face. So I close my <laughs> All right, so you're going to have to climb on a table in order to make that happen. Is it an aquarium or is it a table? It's a table. Uh, mm. Definitely not an aquarium. Uh, why don't you give me a uh, acrobatics to get up there? Oh, you got it, my friend. Good thing I have that. <laughs> 29. Thank All right, you very yeah, much. You definitely jump up onto this table. Good for you. You're light Oof. and quick. Okie dokie. Roll your attack roll. Well, blam! Uh, 12? No, that's a 9. <laughs> uh, that uh, is a miss. Now roll okay. percentiles. Okay. So yeah. if I get... You get 58 or higher, you get to re-roll your attack. Okay. Be excellent, Jess. Ha <laughs> I got 89. So, so now you can have an extra re-roll on your attack. Go for it. Kablam! Oh my god, that's gonna be uh, 16? 16... Oh boy. I just gotta make sure. Hang on. Okay, no problem. Hang on. Hang the on. guy no has problem. no jaw. He doesn't he have no a jaw. He has a top part of his face. And I wanna like have two thingies that go up into his eyeballs. A 16 is enough. Roll damage. Nice. Nice. Ma 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 melee. Alright. That's gonna be six points of damage. Six points of damage. You uh, you punch him in the top. Uh, you kind of stick your fingers up his nose that just shot out electricity. Things are rough, uh, but he's a tough guy. He's yeah. a he's a tough little Akeshti. Uh, very very skilled. Model three nine two. It is your turn. What are you going to do? Well, now I guess I shall enter. Was I not in the room? Where you are I? over in the room that is adjacent to this room. He has just run out of the room that you are currently in. Oh, uh, yes. Uh. I will walk into the room and be like, excuse me. Well, I guess I will run. I will walk quickly. Excuse me, we have questions for you. You no longer have a lower jaw and you seem to be in pain. But please, do not run away. <laughs> okay, so you walk in... Uh, I, do I? I mean, I guess it's. I guess he's useless to me now. He's not going to be, an, to be able to answer my questions. You don't know. Maybe he knows. Uh, I'm going to grab a notebook. I'm like, please, will you please write down the answers to the questions that I am requesting? <laughs> okay. Fair I know that roll. you are in bad shape. Can I try and use persuasion? Yeah, roll <laughs> a diplomacy check. Uh, and yes, okay. Katie, I did skip you because I distinctly remember that you went last last time. So I'm not giving you two turns. 21. 21. All right. You can see that he's a little bit frustrated. Uh, he does, you know, not have a lower jaw. Yes. Uh, and maybe maybe your diplomacy was not, uh, wasn't quite enough to maybe, you know, satisfy a blown off lower jaw. Well, that sucks for you. You must be destroyed now. If he, ah. if he threw down my... I'm assuming he just ignored my notepad, so yes. fine. If he's not going to cooperate, uh, can I take my extra action and and hit him? Yes, you absolutely may. You have I to would get like to do that. Table. I will uh, also see I also see how bad shape my captain is in and be upset because that is my captain. My captain. Uh, yeah, roll uh, roll an attack roll. Are you using your entropic strike? Are you using your hammer? What's I'll use my hammer. Let's go with the hammer. Okay. 
Yeah. But I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna press the button to extend it and make it intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's hammer time. Da, 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 oh, oh. That's, that's me trying to be cool. <laughs> uh, as, I, as I hit him, I want to make my, uh, my cool armor turn into hammer pants. Okay, uh, Anyway, air parachute pants. All right, all right, I'm gonna roll. Uh, that is a, ooh, 18 plus 22. That's a hit, roll damage. Uh, damage is one. Clock him over the head with your hammer. Seven, seven points of damage. Points of damage. We're all chipping away at him now. No, it's like no, whack-a-mole. Yeah, it whack is like whack-a-mole. Uh, no, no, it is your turn. So, I remember from last session, the last thing Nono did was look through this glass for visitors and be like, Spencer you and I need to switch places. Yes. Uh, and I went up, I went running. Right. Uh, and I'm hearing a lot of booms and pows from the room behind me. Yeah. Uh, and so Nono is going to continue running to the controls where she was headed. But as she does so, she's going to yell to Mog, weird in there and you might want to take a look okay good call uh, uh so you rush over there are you technically let me see how far that was 30 feet so that's one movement um what can i do with these controls you can use a computer check to try and wrestle control of the arms away from the other side of the glass okay that sounds fun. A 23. 23 also is still not, you see that uh, whatever setting is in there must still be flipped one direction so that when people are doing work inside, uh, they can continue their work uh, if an important process is going on. Uh, so you are unable to get control of these arms. Uh, and I'm going to... Okay, Squiff, I need you to help my back right here. Just protect me in case things get even weirder. While I'm going to work on these buttons. Okay. All six. All six. It's its turn now. It is unhappy how <laughs> this has uh, how this has played out, and it's gonna try and run for it again. It. Books it out of there, uh, leaving its space. Meaning anybody with a uh, anybody with anybody with a uh, a weapon and is armed in melee combat and uh, can make an attack roll as it leaves its space. I see you all bobbing over there. <laughs> uh, I, can I just do what I did to his friend and just do the extended arm? And uh, grab unfortunately, him? you cannot because it is his turn. This is an attack of ah. opportunity. But if you would like to make an attack of opportunity, both you and Abedzagak can do it. Captain Phoenix, I'm not yeah, sure I want that to. you had out like a knife or anything like that. So it's my pistol. Does that Just count? Pistol? No, because that would you can't, that, you can't do can't range. Whack him. Oh gosh! Got an 18. 18 is a hit. Roll damage. A blam. 
eight points of damage yep. with, uh, with... What were you using? My fists. Your fists. You just punch him with your hands. Yeah. All right, Model 392, did you make a hit? I did not roll. I shall roll that now. I there wanted you go. to. I will follow the lead of my captain. Go for it. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. <laughs> a seven. A seven? Is that a natural one? No. Okay. Why would that be a natural one? Well, you said seven. I thought you were adding your bonuses to it. I added, my bonus was, it's four for melee okay. attack, right? Yes, All right. I rolled so a three. I just three. wanted to make sure, because. It was not an, I would let you know if it was a natural one. My face oh, would have been you. a lot sadder if it was a natural I one. I would have been very excited. I know uh, you would have, which was why I'm glad it was not a natural <laughs> one. So he books it out. Uh, he can get all the way to the end here uh, with his movement. They are quick little creatures. Uh, Mog, it is your turn. You see, uh, you see, Nono ran out, tries to pull control from you on these little levers, and then all of a sudden, this Ikeshti just bleeding profusely scurries out of the room and starts running back from the way you came. Mm. What do you do? Something is going on indeed. Uh, I would like to... I just don't trust my abilities to stop this thing with any physical prowess. Okay. Uh, nor nor do I think I want to hurt it. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and move over to it. So I'll go uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, 25. Oh, hold on. Sorry. 5, 10... 15, 25. Uh, and I'm going to cast Charm Person. Aww. Okay. Uh, so, yep. So he gets a will save against yes, that. Yes, he does. Um, oh, do I have a sink? Do I have a sink? Darn. That's an 18. Yeah, that passes. Thank goodness. Oh, but Mog is so charming. Uh, I know. Benjamin, I'm going to yeah. use my extra action. And I'm not going to use it to just look, okay? That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. I'm going right. to use it to try to grapple the creature. <laughs> and it's not going to work. Okay. But um, it's, uh, it's a really great idea. Oh, absolutely. Slime on it. Hugging slime. Actually, wait. That's a really good idea. I want to slime in his space as well. Okay, you make that space. Thank you so much, terrain. Jamie. You're welcome. I, okay. Yes, I make that space difficult terrain. Here it comes. It basically has space. to be a nat 20. Yeah. Slimy hug. It was an 18. Yeah, no, uh, that is not enough as this goopy, slurpy mog uh, tries to hold on to this small Akeshti, and instead it's just like, you know those toys that when you squeezed them, they like shot out of your hand? I think that's like the third time you've described mog as that toy. Yes, yeah, that toy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of this toy? I just, I don't think anyone's ever heard of it before. I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this toy, but <laughs> it, it is Mog. Uh, and now, now we are at Captain Phoenix's turn. What would you like to do, Captain Phoenix? Uh, she's going to take a step backward. And uh, as she does, you guys are going to notice that um, she kind of uh, stumbles. Uh, and almost can't catch herself, but manages to. Um, oh. And then would like to call upon Patches. <laughs> How Patches. many back is that? 
Patch just hops down and starts healing you up. You get healed back for half of your level rounded up. So two points of heal. And then... Oh, yes, Captain Phoenix, here you are, uh, medical assistance. I am a duck now. And quack, then... Quack, <laughs> quack, uh, quack, quack, quack. and Model 392 would notice that uh, she pulls something from her belt and, like, stabs herself in the neck with it. Um, kind of similar to what they watch Patches do, and... She, oh God, oh, my God. It's an artery, and she... Well, I only got four hit points back. Oh. Well, I can I can help you out when we're at a ten minute rest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there are your actions, Abedzagak. It is your turn. Oh my gosh, it is. Yes. Okay. Oh boy. Well, Rose gone. Um. Okay, I would like to follow this track. Um, like where the, the the hand is that's going across into this other room over here. Yes. Uh, yes. So I would like to go in that direction because there's no more bad guys in here. Um, and I would like to travel to get on the other side of the glass of my friend. No, no. Okay. Um, and I would like to uh, press my face against the glass and be like, did we get him? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have half a face. Um... <laughs> And maybe be like, did we do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I followed instructions. No, no. Just looks at a bed to get close. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Wait, that is head. model three nine two's turn. <laughs> um. I approve of that turn. <laughs> at this point, I'm going to look at my captain and go processing. Captain, if you would like, I could try to. Um, I don't think I have like any healing like spells or anything, but like I do have a very high medicine check. So Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. Can I try and help the captain you in any way? You can with your skill check treat deadly wounds. Uh, it takes ten minutes, uh, and it does require like a medical. Kit. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Captain, once we re- once we have a medical kit, I believe I can assist you. Uh, but with your permission, I would like to chase after our friend that we have injured. By friend, I mean enemy, who has not a ha- who only has half a face. However, I believe he is familiar to me, so he might actually be a friend of mine. Regardless, what would you like me to do, Captain? Is this my whole turn? I should probably start running. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna. Um, I guess I'll start moving, and. Um, <laughs> Chasing after, because obviously I'm no use to the captain now. Uh, it patches is taking care of yeah. the captain. Sure, that's what I'll do. I will what? start running uh, after the thing. And can I, if I run, can I take a shot with my pistol? Uh, yes, you do have a shot. Although it does get a little bit of cover uh, because Mog is uh, towering slimily over it. Um, but you can take a shot. That is okay. I'm quite handy with a pistol, according to the lamp that I destroyed back at our dorm. By the way, my extra action was brought to you by Sarah BC1, uh, who I believe was the bit box battle boss best. Perfect. So thank you, Sarah. <laughs> that is a 23 with my pistol. A 23, even with a little bit of cover. You see Mog dip his, uh, his like, slime shoulder uh, low, and it just... You see your opening, and you take your shot, 
you hit this thing square in its chest. Roll damage. Excuse me, please do not run. Shoot. Uh, three. Six points of damage. And you kill this. Oh dear, that was not my intention. I meant to render it unconscious. Captain, I have killed our enemy. I apologize if you wanted to ask him questions. With that, I don't think we would have gotten much out of him. Doesn't have a jaw. <laughs> I was hoping that he, he could at least illustrate us some pictures. Like, Ben, and can I do a medicine check? Is he, is he dead or is he just like really wounded and bleeding? Well, um, yeah, he didn't have any resolve points. So. <laughs> oh, of course no. he didn't. Of course he did. He used them all up throughout the day. Stupidly. How foolish of him to use all of his resolve. No, you I guess know he what? didn't if, break into a... If you want to, like, save this this half-mouth Dikeshti thief, <laughs> then uh, yeah, who am I to stop you? What do you want to do, Monk? Firstly, I want to make a medicine check to see if I could just stabilize the wounds. Sure. I'm not looking to spend all my resources because I got a captain to help. Okay, well, <laughs> five on the die plus six is 11. Uh, he just is bleeding everywhere. I mean, he, it looks like he fell really hard on his face and now the other half of his jaw is like in a bad position. Oh my God. Like, you really, really made things rough for him. I would like to put my towel on top of him. <laughs> I would like to say, that's the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice catchphrase. We should all say thank you to Here Be Dragons D&D, who is raiding! Hey! Here be dragons! Here be dragons, there be dragons, things in space. <laughs> Are we out of combat? Yeah, you're over? out of combat now. Oh, it's over. boy. I needed to breathe. We just went right into that. And uh, and you can kind of tell now that this place has quieted down. Use. I'm just going to look around and be like, clean up on L4. Ha, ha, ha. Because I'm assuming there's dead, <laughs> there's dead people everywhere. <laughs> Deaths all over the place. I mean, We've... it is... It's nuts. Uh, you... Yeah, there's just... Everybody is, uh, there's like four Keshti lying over there. There's a robot upstairs that's all messed up. The only thing is that there's this air elemental that's floating around. It's like, oh, hey, cool. I'm happy to be here. Uh, Nono, seeing this break, takes the chance to run exactly opposite of where she is currently, back to where she was, into the control room. As you would. she, all six grapples a Benzagak. Mm. Oh, uh, thank goodness! You're not a duck anymore! I was really worried about you, friend. And then we were separated by glass, and like, I wasn't with Scrip, and I got really worried. Personally, I really thought it was cool because it was like me and Patches were like, whoa, which one is it? Can't tell. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad. You know, I don't wanna hug Patches, though. Just you. Thanks, man. Hey, question. So how, do you f- how do you feel about that claw that's, like, on this track up here? Could you use that for anything? I mean, I could have a lot of fun with it. I would but- like to yank it off of the track, please. Uh, okay. Um, 
Try to do something. Do you want to? Do you want to make a wisdom check first? <laughs> okay. That one. That one. That one. Ten. Oh. Ten. You kind of know that this is a. You've been around this area before. You kind of work here. Um, I know, but I'm a little, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get. Acti- it. I'm all activated right now. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. You're activated. You want to rip this thing, uh, which is part of the museum, off of the roof, <laughs> and and give it to Nona. Why don't you roll a strength check? No problem. Wait, wait, wait! I'm at when it's still attached. What? Like I could, you could, we could. Wait, you want both of them? Is there two? No, no, no. no. Leave it up there, and you go hide, and I'll try to find you and tag you with the arm. You're trying to tag? Tag him with the gag? I didn't mean rip it from the ceiling. Oh, I thought that's what you wanted. I'm sorry. You're sending me all these mixed messages. Okay, clear messaging, clear communication. Claw stays where it is. You and I have fun. Well, the rest of them do work. That's good. Hey! Okay. Uh, and if you all go over to your inventory page, I just dropped a lot of loot on top of you. Ooh. Uh, you find, like, backpacks, cred sticks, some tool, skit, tool kits. Uh, you find some battle gloves, a lot of uh, long swords, but not like, you know, not like, like oh... Wait, here's just a sword. They're like really cool futuristic long swords with weird shapes cut in the middle of them. Um, and you also find that the Ikeshti that you were fighting that were uh, near the aquarium, they have these uh, these nice stones that are in their bag. Cool. Rare minerals, even. Uh, do I recognize any of these stones? Uh, roll a wisdom check. 19. 19. Yeah, I, you don't recognize them per se, but you do notice that they are very similar sized and, you know, oh, that's a malachite right there. Oh, well, there's a sign right over here next to the aquarium in one of these displays that says malachite. Um, so, like, you think that they belong in this museum. Processing. They stole rocks. I mean, I did it too, so... I would like to speak to the air elemental when I get a chance. Okay, yeah, you walk over to the airhead. Yes, what is the... what's going on? I think the immediate danger has been eradicated. Uh, where would you like to be? Would you like to go back into your hole? Or yes. bubble of sorts? Yes, I would love to go back into my bubble. I believe it's going to take a little bit of work. Yes, I will speak to my friend. No, no about it. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. You know, you're a pretty good guy. I feel like we could have long conversation. I think so too. In a way, it would make sense for both of us to say, don't be hasty. Don't be hasty. Don't be hasty. <laughs> I love that face. Don't be hasty. I run over and I say, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh. 
I was getting lost in conversation. I think we were personality and voice matching for a moment there. Um, question for you, Ben. Yes. Whenever the elemental said that they had seen me before, I heard that, right? Or were they just speaking to Mog? No, you absolutely heard it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, then I'll probably head over there, too, to ask him about that. Okay. Uh, so I guess let's do that. Oh, yes, you. You're the one that I talked to earlier. Yes, you said you that you have seen me here before. Can you elaborate on that? Was there camera's footage? Was there any type of a conversation that you and I have had before? Please elaborate. Mm. Oh, I saw you walk down the stairs. It was dark. And then you got hit by a robot. Indeed. When when was this? How long ago was this incident? Let me just look at my watch. I have a clear concept of time. No, I'm sorry, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Processing. I do not understand sarcasm. <laughs> uh. I have no concept of time. I see. Thank you for your help. It has been not helpful at all. <laughs> <laughs> and aren't sleeping quarters like right outside and around the corner? Yes, there are sleeping quarters right outside and around the corner. You, you know that you have been working and and living at the, uh, the Deep Cultures Institute dormitories, which were right outside of this museum. Um, they're attached to it in a way. Phoenix is going <clears> to <throat> exit the room she's in and pass by Model 392 as well as Mog. And she just kind of like looks up at them. She's like gripping like blood oozing from her side and she's like limping and she just kind of like looks up at them, gives like a little nod and just like keeps limping forward and she's going to go back to the sleeping quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Phoenix I goes think to bed. My captain requires my attention. Uh, Mr. Airhead, would you mind if I helped you after I helped my captain? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, of course. Wonderful. Mm. Um, no, no, and a bedzagak, you are in the final room in which the last Akeshti he was in. You noticed that sort of item that that was. That, you had seen before that uh, that octagon and how it is a uh, astral transponder. Astral transponder, uh, and you know it sent information someplace. Uh, but you you do have a few kind of clues about what's going on. Uh, you have that astral transponder. You also notice that there was uh, a there was a device that was jamming your communications. Um, the onion. And there also was the key card that was on Savash uh, that had cryogenics on it. Um, would... Is there any cryogenics uh, department in the uh, Deeper Cultures Institute? Uh, in the Deep Cultures Institute, there is no cryogenics. Would we be able to identify anything about this cryogenics badge? 
Do you want to search the infosphere for any uh, logical information that you might find on it? You betcha. You go on your personal comm unit and you realize that it, your signal is jammed. Um, Can I turn off the onion? You turn off the onion, the signal jammer stops. And now you can access the infosphere. Thought I turned off the onion last time. Oh, cool. What do I find? Uh, I need a culture check. Boy. Oh, okay. Uh, does this have to do with the criminal underworld? Why don't you just roll your check and then you tell me, <laughs> you know. Yes, it does. Roll okay. Your, uh... Okay, 24. 24. Um, you know that this is a... Uh, you must have seen some sign of it somewhere when you made your trip to Corona, because you realize that this cryogenics is a is a business within the bubble city of Corona. Um, that's what you get with your culture check. Uh, yeah. That's it. Well. Yeah, I would say it says that cooling is an industry so common in the Burning Archipelago, it's almost invisible. Um, so you you would think that okay. maybe uh, maybe it could be a front for some sort of criminal organization. Oh. oh okay. Um, but there's no other information I can get from these computers as to what was transponded. You can roll a computer's check on uh, on the computers, yeah. Okay. Because, like, if I can figure out what information was sent, it would be helpful, right? Yep. It's a 24. 24. You start working in on this Deep Cultures Institute, and it's taking a lot of time to sort of hack into this computer. And sure enough, uh, before anything happens, you get a... And it wakes up Captain Phoenix, I'm sure, who is furious at this point. <laughs> um, but the alarm sounds similar to the one that you heard this morning that woke you up. But you are not able to access the information as it locks you out of the computer. Okay. Captain Phoenix, you are back in the room. You see that Mog approaches you. What do you do? wake up, but she's not that angry. She's just tired and takes a swig of her whiskey. Knock, knock. Is that what Bob says? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. knock. (laughs) And will you take a look at the donation document? Sorry. Okay. Enter. (sighs) Hello, my captain. I thought you could require some assistance. May I take a look at your wounds? Yes, thank you. While I treat your physical wounds, may I suggest perhaps a mental wound as well? Do you want one? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I was just thinking that uh, I've been feeling distant from you a little bit. Perhaps it would be nice to reconnect or find a shared interest. Um, what do you want to talk about? Hmm. 
Opis? <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, the worth between <laughs> a surface level conversation and one that is deep. Yes. You'd like to talk about the difference between a surface level conversation and a deep one. Or perhaps something that seems surface level but is much Mog, deeper. What do you like to do for fun? You ever uh, been on a vacation? I believe I have. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I enjoy learning. Learning about different cultures and those who inhabit those worlds. I've answered your question. May I ask one of my own? Answered my question, but sure, go ahead. Why is the whiskey so important to you? <sighs> Not important. I just like it. Something surface that runs much deeper. Or I could just like it. Yes, that's an option. <laughs> then I'll be quiet and just mend the wounds. Uh, all right, so you are doing a uh, treat deadly wounds, I'm assuming, at this point. Uh, I would actually love to use my mystic healing. All right, the healing touch. Uh, so it's five per level, so it'd be 15. Yeah, he's got some healing time. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mog. Are you back up to full health? Because you can also treat deadly wounds. I will um, also do I that, I am yeah. not back up to full health with just 15. I would love to treat deadly wounds. Yo, Mog, get some over here on me. <laughs> <laughs> Should I roll medicine? Julie? Yes. Ooh, 21. One. All right, so you are able to heal up one hit point per level uh, and then add your intelligence modifier. Mine? Yes. One. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, so four points of four hit points back. Everything goes to sleep. Uh, the rest of you, the other three that are still hanging out within the museum, what do you do? You still have a little bit more time. Um, what are you doing? Um, this is a mechanics question. Yes. Because I'm trained in computers and engineering and Model 392 is partially built, can Correct. I uh, try to heal her? I, do you have a healing kit? No, but I just want to put wires to... You just want right to shove spot. some wires in there? It's uh, mostly my organic material. <laughs> but thank you, no, no. I just want to see. <gasps> Wait a second. If you don't mind, uh, 392. So I did know another android, and I poked around in his brain a little bit. I know it sounds weird, but I helped him. If you really want to get your memories back, I could take a shot 
I would like this. Also, I had an idea that I was going to ask for your assistance, no, no. The Air Elemental mentioned that I was hit by a robot. It could have been this robot that I had female dog slapped earlier. Could we not intentionally poke around in this robot and see it ha if it has any archival footage of myself? Yeah! Or information about hitting me? Uh, and no, no. First, we'll take a look. Are there any other cameras in these rooms? Uh, it doesn't seem like this area is widely. Uh... There are cameras in the room, but it doesn't seem like they are widely in use. It almost feels like maybe they are up there for display purposes. You, you know, like when somebody. Yeah. Will... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then at 392's request, I will go take a look at the robot. At the robot. So you start digging around inside the robot. Uh, roll an engineering check. And might I say, once you are done poking around inside this machine, I do consent to you poking around in my head as well. Just because I trust you, No-No, you are my true friend. 392. That means a lot. Uh, just don't let a Benzigak hear you say Benzigak walks over and says, what are you guys talking about? Nothing. <laughs> uh, it's a 24 for the robot. 24 for the robot. Uh, you can't, I mean, that slap must have been an impressive slap. Uh, because you can't really find what you're looking for. Uh... So Nono will turn to 392. Uh, it was no bueno up in the robot brain, but I could still take a look at you. Processing, no bueno. Spanish, no bueno in the no braino. I made a joke, humor. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I uh, thank you. I'll start playing. <laughs> Sorry. I snarled. <laughs> uh, actually, because 392 is probably taller than me, um, I'm going to call a Bedzagak over to me and, like, sit, crawl up a Bedzagak's back, which I'm sure we've done many a time before, and sit on her on their shoulders. I can okay. also sit down. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, capable no. of... Okay. This is so much easier. Don't worry. Uh, and sit on Abedzegek's shoulders. What are you like, doing? <laughs> trying to help out 392. Oh. Nono is going to attempt to reactivate my memory core. It's Meat. about this time that, uh, that you're fiddling around uh, with this that you start to see that like uh, a security guard comes in Along with Scruffy the Brunary, uh, you know, he he's the he's janitor. the on call janitor. <laughs> oh dear, he's got his work cut out for a minute. Oh this mess up mess is all here. It's a messy, messy place. Is your uh, name Hank too? No, 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 no. Scruffy. My name's Scruffy. Oh sorry. Uh and pretty soon after that, Nib comes running in too. Um Oh, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. I, um, I, what, 
Oh, there's, um... Yeah, there's a... Uh, you, you killed a lot of... Ooh! You killed a lot of people in here! Ah! You're welcome! <laughs> have I made my way back into the room oh, at this point? Oh, definitely. At okay. this point, you have. Um, quick question before I continue along with this line of thought processing. I need to know, what are you doing with those rocks? Are they pretty rocks? They are a bunch of stones that Model 392 pointed out that they were in the bags of the Akeshti, but it looks like they belong to the museum. Are any of them onyx? Uh, no, none of them are onyx. If I know of them, I would certainly like to try to give them back. Okay. <laughs> I stated it to everyone, so you would know. Okay. They stole Perfect. rocks. <laughs> I'm recapping. <laughs> uh, so Nib, Nib says, Oh, I'm, I'm so grateful that all of you are here. Wow, that you were so close to this. I mean, it was, uh, phew, it was really fortunate for us. We're just so fortunate to have all of you here. Uh, my date went well, just for any of you that were wondering. Um, and, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm having a good night except for this. So, um, it, you know what? Why don't you, why don't you all go, go rest up and I'll handle, I'll handle everything and then, um, then I'll I'll come see you in the morning and we can talk about what happened. Sure, you don't need any help cleaning all this up. I've got Scruffy. Scruffy's the best janitor in all the business. Uh, okay. You know, Scruffy is uh, he's cleaning up everything in DCI, so no no problems. Cool, cool, cool. Everyone has a useful function. Let's go lay down, guys. I would suggest I would suggest disinfecting. There are a lot of bodily fluids that have don't. been spread around this museum. Literally what I was saying, but I think the janitor got it handled. Let's go lay down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I will say that on the body of Vadak, uh, oh, sorry, that was his name. Uh, on the body of the <laughs> other Akeshti, you do find that there is a key card to, uh, to the Museum of Ender Solar Sciences, uh, a key card that matches all of your key cards very easily. Um, you, I will take it because I don't believe I have a key card yet. I don't yeah, you work don't here. Have a key card, so uh, fantastic! I now am employed. Yeah, yeah. It it's has a name works. on it. Sounds like you're it a part of the group. It has my name on it. It has a name on it. Oh, it's it the name. Model thirty nine two. I was like, how convenient! This is my card. <laughs> what's, what's the name? It has the name Cecil on it. Cecil. I show it to Nib. Oh, uh, uh, Cecil. Cecil Fand. Yeah, Cecil works here. Hmm. I would look into Cecil. Perhaps a conversation with a security officer. Oh, uh, I mean, sure, sure. Um, but Cecil's been gone for about a month. He's taken a vacation to Castroville. Mm, Could just be that he might have left it here. I don't know. Perhaps we should check his home and see if there has been some form of invasion. Sure, I mean, we can, we can look. I have another question for you, Nip. Oh, yeah, As yeah, well yeah. as our wonderful, peaceful airhead that would like to be returned to his home. How long uh, does that spell last? Share languages? Three hours. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I do this all night. <laughs> um, 
The airhead mentioned that he had seen Model 392. Have you seen Model 392 as well? Hello, I am Model 392. Uh, no. Um, I, I, uh, I haven't. This is when Scruffy chimes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a robot. Found that robot. Gave that robot over to that Skinnermander. Grab robot pieces. Looks like he got it fixed. Could we speak to this robot? Yeah. Kind of points at model 392. I am confused. I believe they are referring to me. I was the robot. I had camouflage. I believe it was part of a defense mechanism, but I'm not sure because I don't remember. (laughs) Right, Ben? Yes, that is absolutely the case. Wonderful. You do do remember. Look at that. I remember everything now. Who Uh, was the other robot? The other robot is the one that you fought. Oh, okay, okay. That's That's destroyed. That is also now scrap metal. Ha ha. What comes around goes around. (laughs) Uh, Put it in a pile. Uh, if you can just move that pile to our dormitories, I would appreciate it. Sure, sure. Now we're going to have to buy a new security robot since uh, that one meant to wander this hall. But uh, you know what? I'll I'll give you all the scrap pieces. Thank you. Can I check to see if there are cameras in this area? Yes, there are cameras, but uh, yeah, no, no, go for it. They're just for display. Oh, that's right. I need to pay a bill to a security company and get it hooked up to the cloud. Well, I mean, (laughs) let's ask all of you. Would you rather have them hire a security company or would you rather them hire you and you earn the credit? Security company. (laughs) 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 So what's next? Yes, sleep? Uh, yeah, sleep. You head off to your respective dormitories? Uh, I would love to treat everyone's wounds before I go to sleep. Whoever needs it. I need it pretty badly, actually. I'll do model 392 first. Thank you. Please heal my organic material. I only got an 11 for you. Uh, Unfortunately, you do not not treat the deadly wounds. Oh, no. That's fine. A bedzagak? Yeah. I got a 17. No, 18. Uh, you you heal up three points. Thank you so much. Nice. Uh, That's fine. Worry. I'll sleep on it. After you sleep, yeah, you uh, you gain back your level uh, in hit points, and also uh, you gain uh, all of your stamina back. Cool. You go and you rest. Uh, as the new morning wakes up, you all stretch, feel pretty good. And uh, Nib is actually in the lounge area, and she's making a pot of coffee for all of you. Mm. Nix is probably the first one awake because she got the most sleep. There you go. So she's up and she's grabbing that coffee, and she's in a great mood, oddly. Nib, good morning. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, of co- oh, you mean the coffee? Of course. Yeah. Uh, good. I'm. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. So, how'd you, how'd you sleep the rest of the night? Oh, great, actually. Um, how did oh. you get here? Oh, yeah, I got here last night uh, after the alarm went off. I just sort of um, 
I had to leave for my date and then come over here just to make sure everything is tip-top, um, tip-top shape. Uh, how much do you know about last night? Because it's kind of, it's kind of really bad. Oh, I, I would assume it's bad. Um, yeah. I'm not sure you saw my wounds from yesterday, but yeah, I almost died. Uh, but it's no big deal. Um, I'm fine oh. now, thanks oh, to Mog. Right. Um, That's good. But yes, I would assume it is bad. Yeah, um, so the, the, you want the good news or the bad news first? Oh, it, uh, she pulls out her whiskey flask and starts filling it, uh, like adding it to her coffee. Yeah. Just, um, coffee. you pick, you, you pick. Uh, all right, I'll st- I'll start with the good news. Should we wait for uh, for everyone, or do you? Uh, I mean, I could say it again. I'm pretty excited about the good news. I mean, just just uh, just go uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, nothing physically was stolen from the museum. Uh, I think you all stopped pretty much everything. There's some there's some damage to certain things. We getting that air elemental back into the tube, uh, man. That guy is uh, is kind of hard to wrangle sometimes, but I get, we got him in there. Um, and overall, nothing left. And so we're we're pretty happy with with what you've done. We're gonna we would like to offer you a reward oh. for for doing that. Yes, we accept. Uh, what is it? Uh, Fifteen hundred credits. We accept. Okay. Uh, yeah, I figured you I figured you would. You know, nothing like a little bonus sometimes. You know, uh, so. But it's also the bad news. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, go, go ahead and get to the bad news. Yeah, so um, we had a lot of information that was floating around um, that we were working on from us specifically from when Thought Portal, Thought Portal uh, fell into the sun and descended in there. And then, uh, you know, what am I talking about? You were there. You know, you yes, know that was yes. crazy. And we had, uh, you know, readings from the sun. We had, uh, actually, that solar air elemental was flying around in that area when it happened. We were so close and so curious about finding out the deep cultures, and it's been stolen. Um, whatever that octagon thing was, that uh, astral transponder that Nono was talking about, it it pulled all of that information from Far Portal, um, and... It's gone. And now I need you, you all Oh, to let me guess. Find it. Ah. Uh. I mean, you can find it any way you want to, but I could, like, we could really use your help here. Well, how are we supposed to find anything without my ship? offer you a, uh, I can offer you financial, uh, compensation for this as well. Um, we accept. Okay. Good to know. Uh, you, if, if you can 5,000 credits. That's a lot of credits. Or my uh, ship. Uh, I can, I can offer you 2,000 Ooh, uh, I mean, we did just receive these credits now, and I keep getting new crew members, it seems like, every adventure we go on. So how am I supposed to keep feeding the crew and compensating them on a measly 
2,000 credits. Have you, have you not had the cafeteria food here? It's pretty good, all right? I mean, I mean, it's open. I gave you a food card. All you gotta do is go down to the cafeteria. You can get breakfast, lunch, dinner. They sometimes have snacks, too. Look, I'm a reasonable person, but 2,000 credits, I'm just not sure. Uh, roll a diplomacy check. Uh, 27. Right, listen. <laughs> a few years of our research has been taken away. This is a very large set for us. I, I can't offer you more uh, now. I can't offer you more now. I can maybe get you some later but uh, it's uh i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to find it it's so there's so much research that we uh we just lost um, yes and it seems like that research was very important as was my ship as i'm sure you know i uh we kept here at your shipyard and hoping that you know it would be safe under under this protection but you know alas it was it was taken so from me. The ship was not kept here. That was kept at Donshore, another bubble city. Uh, uh, so Donshore is over here. You are currently in Stella Kuna, which is uh, this bubble city. Um, and then remember the other bubble city, which you have visited is Asana Town. Um, so those are the three that you really have known right now. Think of them as small Hawaiian islands just blasted with the solar sun. Um, and in bubbles of living atmosphere. In fact, I can show you what they look like. Uh, I don't know if I've showed you this picture before over on Roll20, um, but uh, I would love to show you what the bubble cities look like. Um, oh! Yeah, so you can see they're connected by these energy tethers. Oh, cool. But they well, first are... First off, it's literally like a floating city inside of a bubble. Yeah, that's why I keep saying it. it's a bubble, bubble city. Right, but for people just listening who think you're talking about, I don't know, the bubble city of the NBA, this is a literal city inside of a literal bubble. This is why I love you so much, Jamie, because I never would have thought of that. We're two, you're, we're two sides of the, you're, I love you. All right, keep going. Uh, yeah, so. It has a very warm color palette for those listening. Yes. Think lots of sun colors, sun. ambers <laughs> and golds. But you can see that they're connected by these tethers, and this is what I was saying: those line crawler, like subway car uh, ships. They shoot along these energy lines back and forth, uh, but the entire environment is protected from the sun, um, and, and, and it's a very interesting place to be. Is where Nib is, so Nib wants us to go find this information. Is this on a different bubble city, has she mentioned, or? Uh, she doesn't know where this is. Um, okay. But she's hoping that any of you might have information. Okay. Are we awake uh, now? I was gonna say, if I smell coffee, Nono's up. <laughs> Nono probably walked in like, like four or five sentences ago where I'm just like, well, I mean, you know, like 5,000 credits and Nona's just like popping on in. 
Oh, here's the thing. Nono's like high energy all the time, but before now that Mims has introduced her to coffee, there is no speaking to her, no making sense of anything before the coffee in the morning. So she just like, uh, <laughs> over to the coffee machine and like pours it. She's and got like, six cups in her hands. And, and grabs like... the creamer. Well, it's, it's gotta only be three because she's gotta be able to grab the creamer and like pour it in and then be able to stir it. And she begins like sipping. And as soon as she drops one, she picks up the next, then the next. <laughs> They're all the little German. tiny cups. <laughs> yeah, so they're like good. espresso Small sized cups. cups. Yeah, yeah. Slowly but surely, you all wake up, uh, and you, you know, Nib has set up a nice little, uh, little early morning breakfast with some Danishes of uh, burning archipelago Danishes, which are um, a little bit burnt. That's the kind of the key phrase of it. Like uh, that's how they like everything here. Is just. Yep. I'm gonna go, I guess, to the coffee next to Nono. Like processing. I do not remember if I enjoy coffee. Uh, I will see. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I would like to be sitting at an adjacent table, staring into my coffee, like. (laughs) (laughs) It seems that the entire crew participates in this tradition of drinking coffee in the AM. I would also like to. I I would like. To insert myself into the conversation with Nib and the captain. <laughs> ah, good morning. I am a morning person. Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, My crew, as you can see. Welcome, everyone. Good morning. Did you hear that? The, the captain. Morning. She has included me in the crew. I am officially a part of the crew. Did you all hear this? I am present in this, in this conversation. <laughs> as you are. Bottle three nine two. You can have my coffee. Here you go. I'm oh, gonna thank turn. You. I'm gonna turn to Mog and just kind of pull, pull him aside. Just not not too far away from Nib because I want that conversation to continue. But just I just kind of want to you know just kind of. Are you drinking coffee, Mog? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> so Phoenix will go to like herbal cheers. tea. <laughs> yeah. Phoenix will go to cheers Gives her my coffee insides mug. Coffee with breath. Nothing. Oh, nice. And 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 just be like. Mog, uh, thank you for yesterday. Thank you. Was it helpful? Yes, I'm no longer dying. So uh, <laughs> very helpful. Thank I you. I see. I was hoping for something else to be helpful, but I understand if it wasn't. Look, Mog, I understand that you want to get to know me or get to know anyone. <laughs> And I have to say, perhaps you should try some lighter conversation first. Besides, instead of just jumping right into very difficult questions. I once met a very interesting bird. It flew with only a single wing. (laughs) That is very interesting. I want to hear more. Birds are very light. They have hollow bones. No, about the one with one wing. (laughs) A light conversation. (laughs) Indeed, like a bird. How light they are in the sky as they fly. (sighs) I'm I'm sorry. Uh, We 
Uh, do you all... Listen, I don't mean to break up a great conversation about birds or anything like that, but, um, I, I do... We are kind of, um... Nib, 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 yes. We'll find your information. I'm sure okay. Nono has information about your information, and we shall find said information. Okay. All right, um... Well, thank you, um, and I appreciate it. And uh, uh, I'll, uh, I, I mean, I gotta go to work. And we uh, look forward to the 3,500 credits we will be provided for this service. I, thank um, you for your understanding, and we will see you later. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, and Nib walks out and uh, is kind of just, you know, this little Yosoki rat person's kind of, she's just shaking her head like, oh man, I don't, what did I get myself into? Um, and she leaves. Oh yes, um, while you were all sleeping, Nib stopped by and had good news, bad news, you know how it goes. Um, apparently there's some information that's been stolen, so oh. we have our next mission. Is this the mission in which she referred to paying us? What? 3,500 credits? Oh, yes, indeed, indeed. And we were also rewarded for our previous engagements. And she'll hold up the... uh, It's not a bag of money. Uh, This is Starfinder. Uh, (laughs) Breadstick. Breadstick. Yep. Um, Seems like a very high amount for such a important and noble cause. I'll go around and kind of tap everyone's creds cred sticks oh my goodness do i have a cred stick is this my first payment oh my goodness i'm very (laughs) excited i've also had coffee and you'll see like a line of uh, mugs in front of model 392 because she was sampling different type like different how (laughs) like one is black one's with a lot of cream and sugar one's trying to figure out how she likes her coffee because uh well how they like their coffee because because model 392 doesn't know I love that. Boy. It's like that office episode where they all try the espresso, except it's not an entire office, it's just you. <laughs> yes. But now I know like how I like my coffee. Uh, and now I have a cred stick. Do I have a cred stick, Ben? Yes. Okay, great. Now I have a cred stick. Captain. Yes. Can I talk to you for a minute privately? Yes. Uh, Phoenix will pour herself some more coffee and walk over toward Evetsuke. You can just split my money to everybody else. I don't want it. But why? Because I don't want it. Why? Anyway, you- have you tried these danishes? They're delicious. They are quite delicious. I'm, I'm not going to give your share. I don't want it. Why? We can talk about it later. Maybe at lunch. <laughs> talk about it now. What's going on? Do we need to know. step into? I'm gonna grab a Bedzagax hand very gently, and just sort of guide them into uh, like a little more of a private area. Yeah, in um, the rooms. You're in right the next rooms. to the rooms. And I'll shut the door. Is there something you need to talk to me about? Mostly just that I don't matter and I am useless. So just give my money to everybody else, please. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, um, I will not accept that. And as your captain, you shall stand there and listen. Okay. You are not useless. You, in fact, are one of the most valued members of this party. Why are you speaking this way? Well, you know, 
Okay, this conversation's over. Gotta go. Bye. I don't think there's anywhere you need to go. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, I've had a little bit of breakfast and I feel a little bit better. So you'll take your- Maybe. What? You'll take no, your- No, I don't. No, I do not want them. But, maybe, if I just, hmm. Do you think maybe I could break into that thing over there and get that arm off of the off of the ceiling? I have no idea. Um, yes, I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, believe you could do that. But because okay. I just, you know, here's the thing. A bedzigek, a bedzigek. There's a reason why perhaps you should maybe temper those feelings for a moment. Um, look down. Do you see that key card yeah. at your waist? Mm -hmm. That grants you access to this facility. And if they find out that you have stolen something from them, not only will they strip you of that card, but they will also take it from all of us. And oh. not to mention, we might be out of a job. I don't want that for everybody else. I promise you that if we can find this information upon our return, I will ask that perhaps... In lieu of the extra finances I may have asked for, perhaps they would consider giving you one of those arms. Cool, cool, cool. Because sometimes when you don't belong anywhere, you don't belong where you were born. So then you try to belong somewhere else when you, like, you know, get a little bit older. And then you're like, wow, I'm on a team. And then you realize maybe I don't belong here either. So then you, you try to figure, like, maybe if there's something else, if you make yourself something else, then you'll belong. So I really, really, really need a couple of robot arms. I Rest of you most. thinking outside while you're eating breakfast, as you as you know, like this comp, like some odd conversation is going on, and the three of you are outside of it. What what is Model Three Nine Two Mog and No No? What are you going? Through? No, no, this is amazing. Have you tried this beverage? It's one of my new favorite things that I've ever had. Do you know how I like my coffee? This is fantastic. You have five cups. This is great. Ooh, perhaps it would be fun to use all of your energy for a thought experiment I've been doing. <laughs> sure, I feel very focused. Hyper-focused, if you will. Go ahead, Mog. Let's do a game. <laughs> Let's do a game where each of you try to list topics that are light conversation. <laughs> For me to use in the future. Three, two, one, and go. That conversation. Okay. Uh, um. Um. How cool Scriff is. Um. What a good mechanic I am. Um. How awesome a Betsy Gek is. Uh, how yummy coffee is. Yes, I agree with that one. Talk about that one. <laughs> um, how these danishes suck! <laughs> um, how beautiful your eye is. Um, <laughs> how awesomely protective Captain Phoenix is. Um, how we don't have a ship anymore. Um, I don't think that's light. <laughs> Why not? It's not here. 
Yes, but it is very precious to our captain. I think the ship, in some sense, is maybe just one step below how valuable we are to her. The ship is a part of our crew. I am also a part of that crew. Hmm. I would love one. I like my coffee like I like my men. Sweet and creamy. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, never mind. Uh, Nona will make the cup of coffee and... uh, Extra cream and sugar, please. No hot sauce. I've tried that. It wasn't good. Deliver it to 392, uh, but as Mog and 392 continue, uh, Nono is going to try to put her little ear up against the door where... Cap and Abed went, but like not trying to pretend like she's still a part of the conversation in this room. Sure, but sure. But hear sure. what's happening now. All right, so let's let's figure out what's going on with Captain Phoenix and Abed Zagak. <laughs> uh, but yeah. first, I gotta say that I am Chubby Bunny. Said, "What's a creamy man?" <laughs> <laughs> Look, that is for that is for Model Three Nine Two to know, and for I am Chubby Bunny to find out. I love you. I am Chubby Bunny. <laughs> you haven't had a cream. I've had a a lot of coffee. Thank you very much. (laughs) This is delightful. (laughs) Let me try my coffee like Captain Phoenix, and then I'm going to take the flask and pour pour, uh, stuff into that coffee. (laughs) So I'm just going to just keep trying different ways of how to drink it. I'm very curious of this new new amazing thing I've discovered that I actually enjoy. This is what the night has turned into, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Captain Phoenix in a bed's a gag. What's the rest of this conversation look like? I'm picturing like Phoenix is kind of standing by the door to make sure Abedzaget can't skirt around her to get out. Um, oh, do we lose Jessica? Did she freeze? Oh no! Oh, oh, I thought yes. she was just. I was thought she was posing dramatically. Right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man! All right. All right well, we'll, we'll, put we'll a hang on to it. We'll that. hopefully we'll get Jess back in just one second. So let's go uh, back let's to go. light conversation. Correct. Yeah. Just kidding. Or does anybody want to talk about the adventure you're about to go on? Nah. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk to Cap. Oh, there she is. Oh, oh she's oh. back. Oh, she's back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Finish out this conversation first. So. <laughs> okay. So, so I picture Phoenix is like kind of in the doorway, sort of blocking so that Abedzaget can't run for the door. Right. Um, uh, and, and Phoenix will kind of get a little bit closer and... If Abedzegek's sitting, she'll sit next to her, uh, to them. Abedzegek, um, does this have something to do with No-No? No. Does it perhaps have anything to do with Model 392? Look, No-No really, really likes robots and mechanical things and like buttons and like things that light up and stuff. And I am not those things. So, you know, look, it'd be nice if I was different cause I don't belong anywhere. That's not true. Look, I, I don't know what it's like to have a lot of friends or any, but I do know true friendship when I see it. And that is between you and No-No. And you don't need to change who you are for No-No to like you. Sometimes something new and shiny can be exciting. 
But it's always going to be the rock at the bottom of the lake that causes the lake to be still, but forever changed. Why do I have to be a rock at the bottom of the <laughs> lake? A Abedzegek. No, yeah. no loves you. Everyone can see that. So, I will hold on to these credits for you until you've changed your mind. Why did none of you guys want my rugs? <laughs> Abedzegek, I, I cannot hold your rug. <laughs> In my defense, I was disconnected at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> All I ever wanted was to be a part of something, and none of you wanted the rugs. I made them different colors. <laughs> and I put I'm going to need you to snap out of out of this because I uh, I fear I've reached my quota of kindness at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, look, you got those rugs. They're amazing. They're great. Here's the problem: a lot of us are just we just cannot hold them upon our person. So as soon as we find the ship, we can store them. And I. I'm very excited about this rug that you have given me, as well as the rest of the crew, um, sans model uh, 392. And... <laughs> You're lucky I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> and I need you to understand that you belong here because you're part of a crew. Without a Bedzegek, And you're not. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. very true. Okay, I'll get over it. I'll be fine. Good. Assuming and, at this point, Captain yeah. Phoenix and Abedzagak will like sheepishly walk oh, out of Captain the Captain Phoenix is gonna like awkward as hell walk out of the, <laughs> the room, just kinda like, ah, it's too early for this. And you notice like she was in like this awesome mood and now it's like mm, a little bit down a notch. Listen, all I said was I didn't want my money. You didn't have to dig in. And as the door slides open, you just see that Nono's like right there with two with two of her six hands like up against the door, and she's like, "No, no, yes." And we help you. Um, nope. Just uh, checking on this doorway. Um, it, it's pretty solid. Hey, Cap. Um. to Corona, Ben? Uh, well, none of you have actually, like, wanted to talk about, like, the specific parameters about what you're about <laughs> right, to Right, 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 well, right, right. Maybe, maybe we could discuss <laughs> what we know. Right, uh, right, right. And then we could figure out where we're gonna go. Would it be just or so easy if you just told us, Ben? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I could just, just tell just you this is or the Or we could just keep boss. talking about coffee. <laughs> it's what I know, Cap. I know that we found... Uh, I found an astrotransponder sending information and the, the card said cryogenics uh, which is really popular in Corona if I say so myself uh, and I know 
alien corona. That's a connection. That's a connection. I'm sorry, Captain. I know no knowledge of Corona or what our mission should be or where we should go. I do know that I love coffee and I can be of assistance to you if you need it. Great. What you do know is you made a... Uh, no, no, was talking about this, this cryogenics and it's not one word. It's two words with two capital letters. Uh, it's cryo-genics. So it is the name of a company in Corona. Um, which Nono has determined companies like that are usually fronts for something worse. Does that trigger anything in my memory, Ben? Uh, it does not trigger anything. Remind them. <laughs> nope, I still know nothing. <laughs> Typical Tuesday. How far away is Corona from where we are? Is it another bubble city? It's another bubble city. A line crawler away. <laughs> no, no, I, I think that information is valid and perhaps we should head to Corona. Alrighty then. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Cool. Pack up your stuff and you jump onto a line crawler headed to the, the bubble city of Corona. Um, it's really interesting because as you're just like, you get onto the line crawler, you start hanging onto the handlebars. Uh, I actually have a picture of line crawlers moving along the line. Well, uh, which I would love to show So they don't really show the actual energy area that's going around them, but you can see they're just on these lines that are being pulled back and forth. They're these big ships that scoot from one bubble city to the next, uh, and they kind of rattle around. They're kind of clunkers. They, um, they kind of look like trolleys, but uh, they're they're attached by a cable on one side. Yeah. Are they like being pushed and pulled? Is that the they're way being they pushed and pulled? They're they're on both <laughs> sides of it. So like they just travel, like literally crawl along the lines that are connecting these bubble cities. And uh, as you're on there, a video message pops on the screen as you're nearing Corona, um, and it is a a, a little old woman, um, and she appears in uh, in front of a restaurant. Uh, and I'm pulling you over to a picture of her right now. She's short. She's got uh, oh. black hair with a little bit of silver in it. Uh, and she is played by Ming-Na Wen. Uh, oh, and, uh, and she stands in front and says, Hello, everyone. My name's Luthix. So glad you are out here visiting Corona want to tell you if you ever stop by the Brass Bazaar to make sure and visit the Grandmaster's Kitchen. Not only are we happy to serve any new customers a sample of any item that we have, whether it be drink or food, but you can come taste my world-renowned cooking. That, if you find any trouble happening in the Brass Bazaar, you just come tell me. Have a good day in Corona. Do you serve coffee? Uh, it's a, uh, yeah. You say that, but it's a video message. Uh, oh, kinda like of course. <laughs> kind of like when you're arriving at an airport and they uh, they have a video message that plays from the mayor. Or I still uh, ask it. <laughs> <laughs> it shuts off, and Model Three Nine Two is very sad. What well, what is it called again? Uh, the, the Brass Bazaar. The Brass uh, Bazaar. The, Grand the Grandmaster's Grand Master's Kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, that. Uh, 
Did anyone see that? Food and drink, that sounds wonderful. Should we um, head there? Uh, for what purpose, Captain? Oh, Mog, for food and drink, of course. Mm, but aren't we on a mission to get information? Yes, but hear me out. What if we can get information because we can pretend that we're just local <sighs> tourists coming in, getting food and drink, but we can be questioning people at, like the bartender or some patrons while we're there. Perhaps ah. we could get some good information since everyone seems to stop by. I can practice my skills of pretend. Yes. And Mog, you can practice your light conversation, the list that you have. Ah, oh, grand idea. Oh, you, your line crawler ends at the city of Corona. This city is decked. Uh, un unlike, unlike most of the cities that you've been to, where the environmental spheres are withholding back the sun in a very specific way to create a livable environment. Sure, the sun is still there, but there is also uh, plenty of other life around there and very livable. It is extremely hot. I mean, really, really hot. To the fact that if anybody is wearing any heavy armor or, uh, or you know, Actually, it's just any living species, aside from anyone who might have any uh, any fire resistances. I'm going to need a fortitude save. Uh oh, mm. so heavy armor die again. Huh? I was I I'm, I misunderstood the question. Heavy armor or so if resistance to fire? So if you have resistance to fire. Like Captain Phoenix. Uh, no mm -hmm. sweat, no problem. This area oh, okay. is not too hot for Captain Phoenix. Got Battle it. 392, you seem perfectly fine. Yeah, I was about to say, I have heavy armor, but I have a thermal regulator. Yeah, so. you have a thermal regulator, and so you feel like your temperature, totally calm and normal. Uh, Abedzagak, are you wearing heavy armor? Yes, I am. Okay, so your heavy armor will give you a minus four to save. Four? Yeah. My goodness. Okay. And my total is five. <laughs> five. You take four points of non-lethal. Oh, sorry. You take two points of non-lethal damage. It's just this heat from uh, so much. Sounds good. Uh, I got a ten. A ten? Yeah, you also take two points as this... Uh, Heat is just overwhelming. Uh, and you also will take two points as this heat just just digs into you, makes it not very fun to uh, to just walk around and wander around. Uh, but you're you're feeling okay. It's just non-lethal damage. You're just really tired. Um, yeah, so, but you exit, and the air around you is red. I mean, it is, it's not fun to look at. It's kind of dreary. You look around, you see a lot of dilapidated buildings, uh, a lot of buildings that are just broken in the middle, but nobody seems to mind. It's busy. It's busy all over the place, and uh, you see that there's a lot of action heading towards the north, where it seems like 
everybody seems to be gathering at a place called the Brass Bazaar, uh, where there are shops, just street stalls of shops just wandering around, and many many stores that are built into buildings as well, but there's also just vendors popping up all over the place. Um, and as you're walking over there, you sort of see that uh, all of a sudden the uh, there's just a crack and a thud and, and a shake, and you, you start to freak out and be unsure about what's happening, and you see that people very casually just like make a big wide circle and then all of a sudden uh, a solar plume just bursts through the bubble and smashes into the ground and then it holds there for a moment and then it shakes and shudders and then it goes away and all of a sudden the bubble closes back up and then people walk over it again like it was nothing um almost like about this something about this place uh captain phoenix is like overtly uh, excited about this place is like you you notice that she she was in like an ish mood and now she's like back to being in a good mood <laughs> this place is maybe dangerous but it's also quite interesting there are shops every which way right and left it's very unique where do you go what do you do you go shopping I mean, there are plenty of shops. If you want to go shopping, we buy comments. I don't know. (laughs) Where where do you? What are you looking for? To the Brass Bazaar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Didn't we want to get food and drink? Yeah, food and drink. Wait, oh, but you said it's kind of like all open. Is it like going to like Disneyland and there's like shops here, but then also food stations here? Yeah, I mean, it's all over the place. It's so. randomized in the places. You see a place called uh, Ezram's Armaments. Uh, you see uh, you see another place called the Monastery of Stellar Amplification. Um, and you just, you see shops here and there and everywhere. People are selling street meat, which is uh, one of my favorite things in street New York meat. is the street meat. Um, so, you know, but it's, it's all really spicy and you notice that these are not necessarily the same, the same people that you were dealing with in terms of, in terms of people at Asana town. There's not a ton of Lashuntas around here. It seems too, almost too hot for them. There are Ifrits here and there are Ifrits here. Um, there are also like salamandery type people wandering around. Um, and Captain Phoenix, you notice that you bear a resemblance to some other humanoids that are walking around. They look a little different from you um, in terms that they have sometimes grayer skin. Um, but you really start to catch the fire that's within their eyes. We have a lot of ground to cover if we're going to get information. Should we split up? Um, Model 392, Mog, why don't you come with me and we will go to the local uh, food establishment. No, no, Abedzagak, uh, perhaps you should hit some shops and ask questions. Okay. Hi, Cap. Great. All right. So let's follow uh, Captain Phoenix Mog and Model 392 first. You are headed to the Grand Master's Kitchen, correct? Yes. 
Alright, so you start making your way to the Grandmaster's kitchen, and it's kind of the central hub of this brass bazaar. Um, and as you get closer, sure enough, you see that this building is it, its interesting. It's quite cool. It's open, it's small, uh, but it's, it's quaint in a way. Um, and you uh, you see that it's got like windows that are looking in to see people that uh, that are allowed allowed in, um, and they're sure enough uh, cooking in the in the back line, like cooking through one of those visible lines is is Luthix. So, um, is there like a bar? Yeah, there's a bar <laughs> there. I'm gonna walk up to the bar. Okay. I'm gonna throw kind of my my credit stick down. Be like, give whiskey. Oh, excuse me. Are you are you new here? Yes. I, you are. I've never seen you before, and I always remember faces. Uh, oh. We. You're not new. I, I've I've seen your face before. Well, I assure you, I've never been here before. Oh no, I was. I'm sorry. I was talking to your android friend over there. Model I can't place it. I have been here before. Mm. Do I have a tab? Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Everybody pays. Everybody pays their bills here. Wonderful. The first round is on me or my oh. captain. And oh my no, I'm friend. Oh yes. I'm sorry. The first round is it's always on me for new new guests. So uh Oh. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's quite kind. Then mm. I will take the second round cuz I've never had a cred stick before. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, mentioned you never forget a face. Do you perhaps remember the faces that you saw with our model 392? Yes, I do not recall being here before. I would love to know what I was doing here. And you can start to see that uh, Luthix starts to think very hard. There's something about her eyes that display a... The only way is like a ferocity, a... a these eyes are able to pierce through your soul, it seems. And the eyes are much older than the rest of the person would seem. Like, there's a wisdom there, there's a thoughtfulness there, but also a strength and power there that is just undeniable when the rest of you look into Luthix's eyes. Um, unfortunately, I can't think of who was with you. Just know that I've seen you before. Wonderful. Then that means I am no stranger to Corona. Maybe I will see some familiar faces and friends that I do not remember. The physical science check help at all? Um, I, you know what? Let's just let's do a culture check. Well, wait a second. Maybe a, a mysticism check. Nice. Oh, God, I'm rolling really hot. Me too, um, or no? 21. Anyone can roll a mysticism check. If you I only have. got a 17. Uh, yeah, you, you're not really sure um, what, like, 
what is happening with this alien species, but they, they are established as a humanoid species to you, but you can't really figure it out. Um, a culture check also would help, or if you want to search the infosphere on on Luthix uh, computers. A dirty 20 for culture check. No, sorry, 18 for culture check. Okay. Yeah, still un- unable to, like, really, really figure it out. I'm just rolling shite. So if they can't get it, then neither can I. <laughs> although, although I do have, uh, I do reduce my culture checks. Sure. Yes. But even so. Mog, any culture check from you? Uh, yeah, I rolled lower than Katie. Okay. Yeah, you can't really figure it out. But you go in, you have a wonderful time. I will tell you that the Grandmaster's Kitchen is renowned meals. Um, like, packed world's renowned meals. Uh, very, very well sought after, very well cherished. Um, and also, they have uh, a few different types of magical elixirs that you can have. There's a thing called flame melon juice. Um, which is a juice that will help you uh, regain hit points when you sleep. There are there's Ruthig milk tea, which helps uh, against saves against radiation. Um, there is Sunbeam ice, um, which for one hour will help you treat hot environments as one step lower uh, on the. Uh, on the scale, so in, in terms of your heat dangers right now, let me just tell you that every hour you are going to have to make saving throws, the three of you, in order to uh, to be able to withstand. And the the DC gets higher and higher and higher. How much are they? Uh, those are uh, it, those sunbeam ices are eighty a piece. Okay. Well, and Ruthig. The Ruthig milk tea is two hundred and twenty credits a piece. And this the place. Juice? The flame melon juice is four hundred and eighty. This expensive cocktails. Like what Galaxy yeah. Edge was supposed to be. Oh yeah, definitely. Man, I'm gonna buy um, a sunbeam uh, for everyone who cannot handle the heat. So sure. it's three of them, right? That's three of them. Yeah. Right. So I will buy three of them, as well as. Whatever this um, like food establishment is known for, like their famous dish, I yeah. want to order one for Mog Model Three Nineteen and I. Okay, Three Nine Two and I. So that's always changing, which is so interesting. Um, but it there's always a creative thing about Luthix's meals. Uh, it's never the same, and it it almost infuses old traditions with with new age fusion food. Uh, so it's really unique. Uh, so you start to make these meals and roll a perception check. Also whiskey. I'm not sure if you served that or not. <laughs> yes, and Before whiskey. It. And coffee. Thank you. I got a 25. 25. Thanks. Oh, I'm doing one too. Right? Excellent. I just got a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Mog, you overhear a couple sitting in the corner, and they are enjoying their meal, and they they laugh and they smile at each other, and they they look at each other and we've been we've been waiting for this moment our whole life. How wonderful is this? Can you believe? Can you believe it? We just ate a meal made by a dragon. 
No, no, in a bed's a gack. You are traveling along. What are you doing? Uh, is there maybe like, are the shops kind of like, like in San Francisco, the way that they're all like in the long? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, no, no, you want to go and do a shop over here? Yeah, what's up? You know this, is the area we're in called the Brass Bazaar? Uh, yes, you are currently in the Brass Bazaar, which is within Corona, but it takes up a large portion of Corona. Like, right. uh, th- think about, um, it, uh, think about like Chinatown uh, in New York, but then make New York, New York City itself so much smaller to the yeah. point where like, Chinatown would take up like 75% of it. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Um, so, Pensy Gap, uh, yeah. a little weird that this place is called the Brass Bazaar. Mm hmm. I was the thinking brass. the same thing. Brass dragons, and you know that guy we were looking for? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dusk. And so maybe we ask around about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that idea. Uh,. Let's just go into this one and see what they know. Yeah. You walk into a store uh, without even really looking at it, but it is called the Robo Atelier. Uh, And you... No, no, instantly just, like, loses her mind because here's... There are robotics everywhere. Uh, there, there's like robotic plants. There's robotic pets. Uh, there's like a- anything that you want to be robotic is in this place. It's very clean and well kept up. And you see that like um, all of the all of the tabletops are cleaned to to the utmost. Um, and you are greeted by a um, by a host of anasites in human form. Um, By that I mean like there are a whole bunch of little tiny robots that are making up this this humanoid form Um, and uh, and they they introduce themselves. Oh, you are so cute! Both of you, hello, my name is Greeting27, uh, and by the way, this, uh, this person is played by, uh, by Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Van Ness. Uh, uh. <laughs> you are both so cute. What have you done with this hair? How beautiful. What are you doing today? How is your day going? <laughs> Fine. What is this place? Oh, this this place is the Robo Atelier. Now, listen, I for the longest time was uh, with with a host of anasites from from our home planet, but just you know, for, I've been kind of banished a little bit. Don't worry about that. I'm living my best life, and out here, I'm just helping people find robots that suit them. What can I get for you today? Uh, well. <laughs> Is, uh, I, oh, okay. Do you sell rugs? Um, I've never thought about selling rugs. Are rugs important to sell? 
No, they're not important at all. Do you have any robot arms that would fit these? Uh, you need robot arms that fit there? I, I mean, um... I could potentially, we could potentially make something for you that could No, I don't have time. No, I need them now. I Ugh. tell you what, would you perhaps like a little robot lion that follows you around and never leaves your side? And it'll, it'll, uh, it will bite if you want, want it to bite something. Uh, How much is it? Uh, well, it's called a mechata. Uh, mech, mechata. It's called a mechata. And, um, well, it's for the low, low price of $2,000. You could walk out uh, with your own little roaring lion friend. Okay. That's expensive. I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. But, um, I guess, I guess what I'm asking is, you know, do you, like, know about rugs? Do you happen to know, um... Uh, anything about the races? Do you? Know? Are you talking about the uh, the the speeder bike races? Right. Um, oh, I'm not a big part of that. No, I tend to run a very ship-shaped business up here. You see, I was an ambassador to Avalon, but my other host bodies—they've kind of because I've enjoyed staying here. They've kind of kicked me out. It's okay. Once again, living my best life, and uh, and I'm happy to be here. But if you really would like to learn more about the races, you I could point you over to uh, I, I could point you over to Flash at the Free Pilots Club, and uh, and maybe you would have some answers there. Huh. I'm gonna yeah. abruptly. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I just turned to look at Abetzagak. What do you know about Dosk? Dosk. Dosk. Dosk, I believe, was an operating system at some point, but I don't know why that stirs up in my memory, but, uh... That's a joke, everybody, because Dosk was an oper... You know what? Never mind. <laughs> I literally just took a note. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't tell you! Oh, dad joke! <laughs> Oh, sorry, I, boy. I don't know the name Dosk. I, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, no, no. If you want to go check out more stuff about the races, we can go. Hey, um, I just I'm gonna pull about the guy. Thank you so much, um, robot person. I'm gonna come visit you again sometime, but not now. Goodbye. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's good. I look forward to every moment that we could have together. Yeah, robots make life better. I guess. Okay, bye. As as no no pulls about the guy out. Look, so, so we're gonna go talk to this person, Flash. But you gotta pretend either that A, you don't hear any of it, or B, you give me an even better character reference whenever you do turn me in. Because, uh, this might be bad for me. Okay. So. Okie dokie. Well, yep. Mm -hmm. I'll stay in the back. I'll, I'm assuming the shop in the background. Oh, probably bad idea. Stay with me. Okay. Thank you. Um, and Nono's gonna, like, take a Bezigak's big claw hand and hold pretty tight because she's she's a little nervous but they'll head over and see flash at the free captains races. free pilots club. free pilots um 
and that will take a little while because the Free Pilots Club is at the very edge. It's almost on a cliff at the edge of the Brass Bazaar. So we will move back over to the Grandmaster's Kitchen. And at this point, Mog and Captain Phoenix and Model 392, you have just heard that your meal is being cooked by a dragon. Um, what do you do? Is that exciting? My, I don't recall. I might have had many meals cooked by a dragon. Okay, I make a check to find out. I, I guess I'm looking for the culture specifically, so it's probably a culture's check. But yeah, for what? Uh, like the rarity of dragons, or their expertise, or uh, roll another mysticism check. You have mysticism. new information. Uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Uh, you you know that uh, dragons, very old dragons, have uh, and your. I'm sorry, your uh, your role should be five higher because it is a new species that you are looking at. Um, very old dragons have the ability to shift into um, into different forms, take take shape of something else, and uh, it seems like maybe when you're looking into the eyes of Luthix that this is a very old dragon that has she's taken the form of a human and is living her life in the brass bazaar I would like to whisper that information to the captain yes um, perhaps we should see if we could chat with this dragon uh, I will talk to the person at the bar and say, oh, this food is just absolutely delicious. Mog, delicious, isn't it? I like it. And Luthix, she she pops her head out from behind the cooking area and she's like, well, I'm so glad you like every minute of it. It's, uh, it's really my pleasure to serve all of you. Oh, you have some gift. You, uh, your talents for cooking. Um, where did you learn to do this? It's taken quite a long time to cultivate. I've, uh, but I've been here for oh, a long time, shall we say? A long time. Well, this place is amazing. This is my first day upon Corona. Uh, Mog oh. as well. Um, mm. And model. possibly not mine, I guess. Yes, yes. Uh, model three nine two has been here, and perhaps has enjoyed your food before. Have you have you met Model three nine two before? I I can't seem to place it. I know everybody that comes into my restaurant. It's one of those things where you have to keep a a very solid mind as this is going on. But uh, I know that Model three nine two has been here. I just can't place when or where. That's all right. I also do not recall, but I'm sure I enjoyed your food as much as I am enjoying it now. Oh, wonderful. We are new here. We are just people here now. <laughs> That's Very fair. Strangely put, but yes. Um, this place is lively. I quite like it. It is, isn't it? Where are you from originally? Um, here. From here? Yeah. Amazing. You delayed quite a bit. 
That well, was a lot of hesitation. Yes. I would say it was, wasn't it? That's that's a very quick thing to perceive there. <laughs> I'll say that I'm I'm from here. I've been a part of this area for a long time. In fact, you could say it grew up around me. Wow. And you must serve all sorts of customers, tourists from all over the world. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Each one of them has a unique taste palette that I, I love to be able to experience and making their day become become better. How do you determine their taste palette without having never known what they eat? Oh, well, that's very interesting. You see, I have... I know most of the alien species that come visit and so I can make a general assumption of what their planetary uh, dietary needs might be in doing so I create a fusion that is both exciting and also tastes like home for them you should put that on a business card (laughs) anybody that comes here already knows to come to here and you've learned all of this just during your time here on Corona Yes. You're quite perceptive. Well, a good chef must always be perceptive. Okay, let's play a game. All um, right. What would you say would be my meal of choice? Oh, all right. Well, you're a Suli, so um, obviously there is a um, there's a bit of a Genasi sort of um, flavor that goes along with anything that you would like to have. A bit of an airy texture in any sort of your meals. I would cook you some bread-like quality that is not only light and fluffy, but also sweet and charming. Then I would take that and I would incorporate this new sauce that's coming out of Versi's. It is delectable and delightful. It has both a orange flavor to it, but then also tastes like a steak after you've eaten. Well, yes, that does sound quite delicious. Ah, 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 I enjoy this game. Do me. Oh, uh, all right. You're an Asharu. Um, clearly, you uh, you love what you find on Idari, especially out in the uh, out in those nice pa- in those nice fields and woods out there. I would cook you a mushroom-based meal. Oh. But you also seem very uh, unique in that you try different circumstances and different things. I might create a nice mushroom platter with eight different flavor choices around, so that you can decide what best you like. Mog, this is a perfect example of light conversation. You should add this to your list. Food. Food, yes. Indeed. You don't have to do me. I unfortunately do not recall much of what I like and dislike, but I do like this dish, so well done. Oh, I I brought you your favorite. Spicy nachos. That is my favorite. I never forget. My favorite is spicy nachos. Interesting. I do enjoy it. It is now my favorite with coffee. It seems you have lived a very full life exploring much of this universe. May I ask, does Corona and this whole complex of cities mean a lot to you? Yes, 
Yes, it does. In fact, if anything goes down in within the Brass Bazaar, I know about it. Oh? If someone had information and was trying to sell it on Corona, you'd probably hear about it. Most likely, I do have my fingers in a lot of pots. Hmm. I would tell you this, I don't know everything that happens in the Brass Bazaar, but everyone does come to me with a little bit of information. Can I sense motive? And I'm specifically looking for... I mean, ultimately, it's like I'm trying to see if I think that she's trustworthy, but more than that, like... Does she seem like she'll do whatever it takes to keep this place safe? Which I would attribute more to a chaotic personality. Sure. Or does she seem like she's one of the good ones? Okay, that's a good question. Good question. What do you want? Roll your sense motive. What do you want? Roll what do you your want? sense motive. Damn it. 14. 14. You might think that this is one of the good ones. Okay. With that, we will jump over uh, to a Bedzgak and Nono. After you've, you're walking almost out, almost out of the uh, the Brass Bazaar, and all of a sudden, you there's this <clears throat> there's this woman at a stall, and she is uh, she is just waiting there, and she's got this big big group of people that's surrounding her. In fact, let me let me read what. What it says here. The winding alleys of Corona open into a small plaza where a throng gathers around a woman in flowing skirts and a sparkling vest that matches the supernatural glitter in her eyes. She catches sight of newcomers and extends a hand. The crowd parts like water. And as she draws near with unnatural swiftness. Ha <laughs> ha, my new friends. No doubt these wearisome streets have run you raw, and I can only say that I empathize. They batter me down just as surely, and the only difference, my friends, between you and me is that I manage to greet every single morning fresh and renewed, invigorated and ready. How do I manage such a feat? You no doubt ask, not with pillows or pills. No, but with this wondrous device, this perplexing penultimate patent in pain palation, the Adablossom, yes, imported at great personal expense from the wondrous genie laboratories of the distant plane of air. This device blends magic and technology and heretofore unexplored genius, restoring vitality as you sleep. Yes, with an Adablossom, no injury is too great, no ailment too malignant. You'll sleep like a baby and then awaken like one reborn. A silvery iridescent sphere in her hand hums quietly before sliding open like a flower. Now, how much would you expect to pay to never need a doctor again? To never bother your neighborhood mystic? Would you pay 5,000 credits? No. 4,000? Preposterous. Not three or even two. No, today. And today only because I can tell you are injury-prone daredevils. I shall practically donate this wonder to you for a meager 1,000 credits. So, how many should I wrap up for you? This uh, woman... uh, I have an image of her. She has green hair uh, and uh, 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 kind of a 
salesman look in her eye. She's played by uh, Zendaya, um, so just so you are aware, uh, that is who I've cast. Oh. And she, uh, she's got she's got curious green eyes and uh, nice uh, aquatic like hair and she's pointy got, ears. Like jewels in her hair and all the cute jewelry. She yeah. is. She's very very cute. And I will tell you that we are in a specific circumstance. This is a social circumstance between the two of you and this character. At the end of this, each one of you will be able to make one of these three checks. A sense motive check, an intimidate check, or a profession check to get out or actually pay for this certain device. There are all the other choices that you can have within your skills in order to uh, to figure out what's going on, but those three specifically will end your turn with this. Uh, once again, that's profession, intimidate, or sense motive. Uh, any one of those three can end it for you. If you pass, something happens. If you fail, something else happens. If you buy one, you buy one. It's all up to you, but I will tell you that these are your parameters that you have. It is a social encounter. What do you do? This feels a lot like the time I got sucked into Herbalife. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we know about this Atawater she's talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, you can make a check. Uh, it is going to be a culture check. Culture, okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. It looks like a, it looks like it would work. I mean, you might be worth it. Save Rob a little trouble. That's that's true. Um, I don't have enough money to pay for this thing. She was talking about, what, a thousand credits? Each one yeah. of you uh, should definitely buy one of these. I won't take no for an answer. You need to have these in your life. Uh, can I do a profession check on her? Profession check, absolutely. So I guess that would... Profession is the one that will end it for you. Yeah. In one way or the other. <laughs> you can do any other any other checks. You can have diplomacy checks. You can have uh, engineering to figure out what's going on with this. Uh, okay. You can even do a medicine check to figure out what's going on. I'll do I'll do medicine then. All right, medicine. That's a good idea. Okay. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. Yeah, you uh, you think that this might work as well? Can I try engineering? Yeah, make an engineering check. Uh, okay, uh, that is 25. 25. You notice that, uh, the improbability, the, there is an improbability of, uh, of this thing actually working. The humming vibration noise of it doesn't really match up with, uh, with any way, shape, or form that you know that could just heal somebody outright in the way that she is talking about. So there's something fishy about that. You have had one success. You're going to add a plus two to whatever that final check is. Okie dokie. Um. Listen, lady. I get it. You gotta sell some stuff. I, and you know, we all gotta do something to make our living. But um, I don't really think that works. And I'd really appreciate it if you could just leave me and my best friend alone. 
All right, what are you I trying to diplomacy. do? Diplomacy. Diplomacy check. All right, roll it. Boy, I only have a plus one. Ah! Lost my die. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh no, 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 no. You must certainly buy this. This is something that will be great for you. You have to have it. There's no way that you can leave here without purchasing this. It will change your life. You, an adventurer, somebody who gets into scraps. I see your little robot dog following you around. I see the vest that you are with. You need this more than anything in your life. Listen, lady. Unless you can absolutely prove by a live living example that this thing works, we are walking away. Well, here, how about this? Take two Mark serums of healing. Mark one, I don't need them anymore. I have what? this. Okay. Thank you. It's like collateral that's, or something. That's not what they asked for. I, I understand, but I have no need of them anymore, so here, you can have them. I have the Blossom. I'm just trying to share the wonderful joys of the Blossom with everyone around me. Is a thousand credits enough to say that you will never need to see a doctor again? You will live in perfect health. Imagine this, if, if you had a horrible disease. Imagine if you got uh, a void death or, or something like that, something just chaotic and terrible. One night, you would be healed. Are you going to roll an intimidation check and end yeah, this? Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Sense motive. Oh, what if she's telling the truth? Well, what if this sense, is all motive, sense motive would end it as well, right? Uh, sense motive does end it, too. Mm, does culture end it? Uh, no, a culture check would, would uh, work. <sighs> you want to roll a culture? I'm going to try a culture. Just, and then if it's bad, we, we move on. I'll do a profession and call it. Yeah, no, that's nothing. That's not even worth it. All right. So um, Nono's attempting an intimidate check. <laughs> and then Abedzagak, you're attempting a what? A uh, profession. Okay. I kid you not, it's natural 20. And I got a dirty 20. What does that it's equate 21. out to? 21. 21. 21. <laughs> you walk I'm away. intimidating. She, uh, you, you start to, uh, you have this intimidation to her and uh, she lets you pass and all of a sudden you feel a whisper on the breeze and you feel like words float around your head and and they hit you in a way now no no all you can think about is how a bedzagak feels bad and you're letting them down and that you're you're doing a horrible job being a friend because you've messed up. And Abedzagak, words spin and wiggle into your ear. They're the same words that you've been dealing with all night that no, no, doesn't love me anymore. I'm not worth it. And that effect lingers on you as you walk forward. We go back now. We are we are at the Grand Master's kitchen. What are you doing here? You you've you've eaten the food of a dragon. We're talking to a dragon, right? Yes, you are. Has anyone uh, come in recently uh, 
looking to sell some information. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, information is, uh... Hey, people don't sell information to me. I, I, they just give it. Do you have information to give me? We do. What are you looking for? I'm, I'm curious. You seem to have a lot of questions. Yes. Captain, I think that this person is very trustworthy. (laughs) Is that right, Mog? That's what my instincts tell me, yes. Oh, your instincts. Ah, yes. Mm. You are trustworthy, no? Oh, absolutely. You care for the safety of these towns, yes? Beyond a measure of a doubt. Ah, (laughs) beyond. There has been an attack on the Deep Cultures Institute. A robbery took place. We are trying to get back valuable information. Well, I could tell you that uh, the gangs around here are scrappy and they are aggressive. They tend not to mess with the Brass Bazaar, because they know they'll have to answer to me. Perhaps this could be a safe haven during our time here. Perhaps. Model 392, was that a long pause? Yes, it was, but it also seemed reflective. I don't think there was any malice. Of course, don't have me <laughs> sense motive. Because <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> uh, it was a long pause, yes. I counted the seconds. Captain Phoenix, she reminds me of you in a way. Why? She seems strong, yet guarded in a way that is protective of those around her. Perhaps this entire city is her crew, as it were. Well, I can respect your position. She looks up at her. Of course. And We're I here respect to yours. We're here to protect your city. I like it here. I don't want to see bugs rolling through and and ruining what you've built here. I am Phoenix, captain of the Scourge, and this is my crew. <gasps> you see, Model 392 get really excited <laughs> when she says that. Yes, I am on the crew. Uh, well, like I said, I'm Luthix. You can nice visit here anytime. Thank you. Uh, Phoenix will go back to drinking her whiskey. Sure. And, uh, wait for the rest of them to finish up their drink and food. They do. And, uh, yeah. So you, you've finished up your drink and food. You, you've kind of waited around here. This seems like one of the nicest places that you have, have seen around here. Is there any other place that you would like to, to look for? I think after this encounter, we'd go and try to find a Benzigak and Nono first. Sure. So you you start to exit and you start looking around. Um, 
and all of a sudden you you find yourself just wandering the streets of the Brass Bazaar and before long you get sucked into this alleyway that has kind of led out of the main area and you're a little unsure of where you are it's dark and it's it's red lights are above you and uh and neon lights and this this these four bikes these energy bikes they just kind of pull up around you and you hear that and they circle you in i pulled up a picture for you on roll 20 if you'd like to see yes oh great hey uh a female hops off her bike well 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 look what we have here you tourists, huh? If that's what you'd like to call us. Sure, yeah. You look lost. Do we? Yeah. That is because I have no memory. Cool. Don't cool. mind that. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, we love helping new people out. But people that are lost, people that are, uh, you know, maybe, uh, little bit of an outsider. You know, we actually saw some of those uh, people you're referring to up ahead further, but we mm. are not lost. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. By the way, she's played by Yvonne Strahovski. Oh, I love her. She's so Dang good. It. Okay, well then Phoenix says, uh, will you marry me? <laughs> and we go live happily ever after. Yay! Here in, um, in Corona. And Phoenix is done being a captain. And her and Yvonne have a wonderful life. The end. <laughs> Don't oh, worry. Oh. I shall now be the captain. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Model 392 takes over. <laughs> You're going to have to fight Officer Mims and Typhix oh, and yeah, like, whoever so else we've collected. Like, that is fine. Mims. Oh, you're lost. No problem. We'll, we'll help you find where you need to go. Yes, please. Uh, uh, Can I do a culture check? Yeah, do a culture check. All of this changes because it's Von Strahovski, Ben. I know. Dang. All right. Well, uh, it's a twenty-two, and remember my skill. Yeah, because of your theme, you uh, you know a little bit more about the criminal underworld. For some reason, you don't know, but this they you do not trust them. And then you start to look, and they they all are wearing these tattoos on their body at some point, and you can see it. They wear them proudly. It's a uh, it's a. Um, uh, it's it's a red line and a white line like semicircles mm-hmm. that uh, that go over. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, a red and yellow whirl. And you don't know how you know this, Model Three Nine Two, but these are members of the Sirocco Gang. Okay. So listen, we lost. We can help. Hundred dollars a piece, and we'll take you wherever. Or a hundred credits a piece, and we'll take you wherever you need to be. I'm gonna look at the captain and go, Captain. Although you find this woman attractive, I would suggest not trusting her. I mean, um, uh, uh, I can tell by your elevated heart rate and your eyes dilating. Um. Keep it light. Keep it light. (laughs) 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 Um. Uh. uh, 
so funny, dude. You're just so funny. Um, you know, um, my crew may not have the credits to be able to afford it, um, hmm. but where would you be, um, guiding us to, shall I ask? Ah, oh, wherever you need to be. Oh, Actually, I don't think we're in need of your assistance. Part of being lost is part of the adventure. We are actually on our way uh, to a location that I now just recalled. So thank you for your time, and we will continue on our journey as you continue on to yours. Thank you. Goodbye. And I'm just going to look at the captain and Mog. I would suggest we continue moving forward and leave these lovely people alone. And I'm just going to try and, like, with my eyes, hint that I, I'm... I, I, I'm probably not good at being subtle. <laughs> Model 392, roll a diplomacy check. 15. Mm-hmm. They just step in front of Model 392. Oh no. We insist. Well, I also insist. Well, Model 392, unfortunately, um, we don't have a location that we're headed because... As mentioned, we are adventuring and we're just exploring. So are you asking to be our tour guide or are you going to guide us to one specific location? Because um, there's a difference there. I yeah. think what we're saying is we're offering to take you wherever you'd like to go and protect you in a way, shape or form. It just oh. requires a little bit of payment up front from you. I am sorry. But my captain is in no need of protecting. Mog I mean, and I, I have a complete protection. Um, she seems like a fine uh, protector. I'm going to look at Mog and I'll be like, Mog, I don't believe the captain is understanding what I'm trying to convey to her. I believe we should continue on our journey without the assistance of these lovely people. Yes, these lovely people. I think we have made ourselves quite clear that we are not interested in traveling anywhere with you. I am never one to make a first move, but if you ask again for us to come with you, I will consider it an act of violence. <gasps> you don't need to be jumping to violence here. Um, uh, I'm gonna, uh, what's your name? Uh, my name? It's easy, it's, uh, Elex. Elex? Elex Grantle. What are you doing with, um, this group? Um, we've got quite a nice crew, uh, over here, um, and let me say, uh, we make a lot more than a thousand credits just robbing tourists in the streets. You know, we do real adventuring, and we make quite a few credits. Captain, are you insisting that they too also become a part of the crew like I just did? Uh, you um, you argued so much to have me a part of official members. I I do not understand. It sounds like you are inviting them to get more credits with you. Oh, you have me wrong. Um, I never said them, but Alex seems like a strong addition. And as you're looking at Alex, you something clicks in your mind. You look at the fire within her eyes, and you have seen your own reflection in the mirror. She does look different. She, you know, she she looks different from you in that she's strong. Like, not that you're not strong, but, like, she has a different build she's to her strong. body. 
She's got a different build to her body. She does have this gray skin, and but the, the same thing that matches in her eyes, you know in your own eyes. She's a Suli. A lot of sense. <laughs> no, I'm warning you now that you're gonna hire us because I don't need your family. Not my own. Well, good. But so, the job. She mm. opens up her jacket and she's got two pistols at her side. Uh, and you see that the other ones start to draw knives and a pistol. So either you pay us and we'll protect you and help you along your way, or I wanna, I wanna cast mind thrust, Ben. Okay. Well, we'll pick this up next time. Oh! Yeah. 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 Can I just I say, my guys are all gonna die. Well, why'd you have to make your own Monstrohovsky? I can't fight a Monstrohovsky. I know, Monstrohovsky. I was just gonna say, my respect for mom has gr- my mom has grown tenfold. <laughs> totally starting to threaten this gang. I'm like, okay, sure, you can fight them. Uh, I love Mug. That was amazing. Oh, thank you, Mug, for taking for backing me up because I was course. trying to hint like not a good idea. It was clear. Oh, it, was it was clear. Oh, good, good, good. And then next Saturday, you're back here. You're back with us. You're back with the crew of the Scourge. They delve a little deeper. What's going on? What's going on with Corona? <laughs> Who knows? Other than that, still weird. We'll catch you next time for some more things in space! Muppet <laughs> play alarms. <laughs>